Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Autoimmune and You. Today we're going to talk about how we've grown and evolved since starting this podcast. So obviously our whole podcast has been about how we've grown and evolved through our health journeys, but not specifically how we've grown since the time of starting this podcast. And honestly, Rachel and I were talking about this, about how much we have grown and evolved without even like fully being aware of that like we just wrote some things down on uh like a notepad before we started this and i was like writing and i was like oh my gosh like the list felt (laughs) like it kept going on because you know we're in it you know we're just we're in our rhythm of you know recording and editing and stuff like that that i personally don't even feel i've been able to take a step back and go wow like what the heck we're on 50 something you know episodes of this podcast and thinking about all of the other avenues that have opened up since starting this podcast it's crazy it really is crazy like i was just looking to see how many downloads we're at right now first of all 27.5 thousand downloads which is crazy and like way surpasses the number that we were ever thinking before like our original goal was like, oh, if we could hit like 10,000 in a year, that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we far surpassed that in the first year. But also just like looking back at episodes, I was looking at the most downloaded episodes and um, some of the most downloaded ones were our relationships and support episodes. And I was like, wait a second, those were episodes eight, nine, and 10. And now we're on like 54. I'm like, what? How is mm-hmm. that possible? <laughs> like, yeah. Crazy to think. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that we recorded that. And it it was a long time ago. Also, yeah, just thinking about all of the ways, like when I was writing things down, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had a couple of things in mind for how we've evolved and what has changed. But once I started going, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a lot there. Like we don't give ourselves credit for it. Cause like Erica said, we're just kind of yeah. doing it, you know, we're in it. And ju- that, that goes for anyone. Like mm-hmm. we all just kind of are in our flow state or maybe we're not. And we don't give ourselves credit for how much we've accomplished in life, what we've done, how we've impacted other people and how we've impacted like our own personal growth. And it's, a really freaking cool thing to do. And we kind of want to like fully reflect on that. Cause I had a friend text me the other day, um, about how much she has kind of like seen us evolve as far as just like our mentality about food and how we've always been more open-minded. But now that we're like outwardly sharing about the thought process behind all of it, it is mm-hmm. really allowing other people to shift their mindset around food as well, or strengthen their mindset if they already started, you know, a, a certain way of thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, I, when I wrote down this list right now, like one of the things that stood out for me is gaining more confidence in myself since starting this podcast. I wrote that too. I, I really didn't know, like until I wrote that down, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I have gained more confidence, like not just in myself, but like more confidence in the work that I'm doing, you know, like the more confidence on like what I feel comfortable sharing on this podcast. Um, Dude, I literally wrote down the same things right next to each other. I have like full body chills right uh, now. Of course, yeah. I'm not surprised, but. Yeah. And even confidence in myself because we had this idea of starting the podcast and we created it yep. and we made it happen. Mm-hmm. And then not only that but like we had the confidence to say hey let's start a retreat Mm. like what like before this podcast if i was just on my own with my own health coaching i don't know if i would have had this level of confidence to be like yeah i'm gonna start a retreat and people are gonna like want to join me like I don't think I would have even had that like confidence in myself whatsoever. So the fact that we've done these things and then we're confident enough in ourselves to say, hey, like we can make this successful. Mm -hmm. 
that's something that I couldn't have achieved. It's seriously wild. I literally wrote that same thing down. I wrote confidence in ourselves, realizing our potential and being less nervous to do big things. Mm-hmm. Like that's exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, like we had that one episode and a lot of our listeners remember, cause they talked to me about it sometimes like on Instagram and stuff about how that one episode, when I was like, I don't know, I just like saw this vision of like this retreat and you were like, dude, I had that like a week ago or whatever. And like, it's crazy to think that it literally went from that to we're going to be there in a month and a half. Like, mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the fact that right after, like, we're going to start planning the next one. And then, then, like, we'll keep going and being able to really like make waves in the autoimmune community in such a big way that I don't think we ever give ourselves credit for plenty of other podcasts now that are out there that are just like us, like normal people just sharing their stories. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a women's autoimmune wellness retreat until now. Yeah. Like, all of these things that we're doing for the autoimmune community and like me creating this um, support group in a space where like people are not just complaining about medications and telling everyone they're going to die. And like you working with clients one-on-one and helping them realize that it doesn't have to just be around food or just about so much deeper than that. And one of the big things I think like also that our podcast has kind of been a catalyst for that we didn't necessarily realize it would be is in our own businesses is in Mm -hmm. the way that we work with clients, the things that we're passionate about sharing with them, because while when we started the podcast, we realized that there is such emphasis around those other things in the autoimmune community and not enough around like real life and real actual balance between like being a normal person and having an autoimmune disease and just trying to live your life. But we also realize the um, need for that really, really deep healing in the soul so that the body and the mind can heal a little bit better. And like the power, like just how powerful the mind is and like Erica taking extra courses and me diving in more into my self work. And it's things that I didn't, I didn't like, you know, go into a podcast with Erica being like, yeah, I'm going to heal myself more and I'm going to shift my business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing, also that I took away from writing this down was normalizing this health journey in a way that's like relatable to people, obviously, but like for me, normalizing that there are going to be fluctuations, there are going to be ups and downs because we've documented those times. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't personally gone back and listened to past episodes because you know it gets a little crazy <laughs> i'm like oh gosh i said that um, but that's all part of the process you know like we're evolving and growing right in front of your ears <laughs> obviously not your eyes but like seriously <laughs> you're getting to hear our evolution in a way that we don't even get to recognize ourselves because yeah. we're we're the ones in it and then yep. we're just like sharing that and then you guys are remembering things that we said and it's like I think feeling normal has been one of the greatest gifts of this podcast is like, this is normal. Like it's normal to change your diet. It's normal to go through fluctuations. It's normal to try different medications. It's normal that like just all of this, instead of, you know, you figure it out instantly and like everything's set in stone and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to continue that way for the rest of your health journey. It's like, there's been so many fluctuations and that has helped me feel normal of like, okay, like nobody has it absolutely figured out. Like Mm -hmm. Rachel and I are constantly trying to figure things out. You know, it's, it, it, it's a daily work that we both have to put into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, one of the things that I wrote down too is how we have evolved and gone through so much while hosting this podcast. Like I wrote down, you know, I've gone through breakups. I've gone through flares through COVID. Like we've both gone through Mm -hmm. having COVID, having huge flares after COVID and sharing about that. I've gone through job changes and like career stuff. Um, I've gone through job changes and like shifts in my business, traveling. We've both done, we've met in Mm -hmm. person a couple of times at this point. Mm Like, and we've documented all of that. I'm like getting chills as I say this, like literally full body, because again, I've never sat here and thought about that, about Mm -hmm. this is literally us documenting our lives to a certain extent, because we let you in on so many different aspects of our lives. And obviously like 
that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like you honestly, like, I don't want to like, you know, be mean or anything, but you don't know really anything about us. Like besides the stuff that we share with you, right. There's so much more that makes us us. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, my biggest goal with our podcast, with sharing on social media, with working with clients, with having my support group is if someone were to meet me in person walking down the street, I want them to be like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I expected her to be like. Like Mm -hmm. she's exactly the same as what I thought because there's honestly so many people that I have met that I knew online and then met in person that I'm like, oh, like that's what they're like or vice versa where it's like a friend that I know really well and then their social media presence is just like not that. Mm, And I like think that it's really cool that we get that extra opportunity because there's only so much you can share on social media, right? Yeah. And we get that extra opportunity with our podcast listeners to make it so much more like intimate and like really share things that we wouldn't necessarily share on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really cool that we have this space, not only that we have the space, but we just went out on a limb and created this space from freaking scratch. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. What the heck? That's crazy. I think for us, you know, you know, what Rachel's saying is like, you guys don't know everything about us. And it's not because we feel like we need to hide something. Mm -hmm. It's more of we're sharing what we think is going to be necessary for you. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and plus, like, there are some things where we do want to keep private, you Mm -hmm. know, there's like family stuff that I go through and things like that, where I don't feel comfortable, even though, you know, for instance, something happened to me a couple weeks ago, and it was family related, and it really hurt my feelings. And it was really uh, revolved around, you know, rheumatoid arthritis and my Mm -hmm. health. Um, But I didn't speak about that in the way that, you know, I wish I could have, but I didn't speak about it because I don't want to be disrespecting a family Mm -hmm. member. I don't want that to air out information that, you know, it's, it's not fair to them. Exactly. Um, but there is a part of me that's like, oh, you know, I, I wish I could talk about that because it is important and maybe I will down the road when it's not as heated. Um, but I did share a little bit about that situation, but I took out some of the elements Mm -hmm. of it because I wanted you to be able to take something from that situation, but not knowing the exact full like context of everything. Yeah. And there's definitely been times when we've recorded and then after the fact, we're like, it just, we've taken out huge chunks of recordings or we've like in the past, we've just not used a full recording that we've spent a lot of time like recording and editing. And we're just like, it just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And so I think the side of that is that we're just super intentional about what it is that we share. Cause we don't ever want to feel like we're just like complaining. Right. Or mm-hmm. we're just saying it to say it, to hear, hear ourselves talk. Like we are genuinely doing it once we have had the chance to process for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that honestly sets our podcast apart. Like we're not here to just like tear other things apart. We're not here to like slam on our own journeys or slam on anyone else's. We're not here to just vent. Like we are genuinely wanting to help you in the most efficient way that we can Mm -hmm. and coming at it from a place of like full compassion and gratitude and love, because that is what we've firmly, firmly believe in as the most healing frequencies. And we hope that you feel that coming from us. Like energy knows no time, no space. Mm -hmm. You listening to this a week and a half after, or maybe a month after, or maybe a year after we record this is no different than you hearing it while we are right here sitting, recording it, because the energy that we are putting into this doesn't know time or space. I really hope that anytime you're listening to our podcast, you feel that you feel the love and compassion and gratitude flowing from it and our genuine place from our heart space of wanting to help you and make you feel heard and make you feel understood. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is that we have to do it in a very, again, intentional, selective conscious way of explaining our life Mm -hmm. and delivering it to other people. You know, Mm -hmm. that is a skill that both you and I are having to learn. And it's honestly translated into my communication with other people, which I didn't even realize because that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 I I literally just realized that right now. I was like, (laughs) oh, as I was saying it, it's like, see what I'm saying? Like, this is such an introspective, reflective process for both Rachel and I that we are. 
I feel exponentially like expanding, you know, Mm -hmm. every time we record, I'm like, wow, I've come this far. Or like, I used to think that way. Now I think this way, or, you know, there's lots of subtle things within podcasting that I was not expecting to get from this process, but it's totally, it's totally transformed me. That's such a good point because I think, okay. So I talk about my relationship with Max, like, you know, pretty frequently, I think back to my past relationship with my ex-husband or even my relationship after that. And while I think that the relationship after my ex-husband, I had already done so much self-work and I really was getting better about communication. I still was feeling a little bit like ashamed of the way that I was feeling and putting into words. And I had a really hard time putting it into words. And I totally agree. I think that in talking about our daily life, as well as our symptoms, as well as food, as well as all the mindset and all the other things that come along with this healing journey, we have had to put it into words in a way that we hadn't before. Mm -hmm. Even if we had those people close in our life that we were able to talk to and explain, it's not the same as like fully having to storytell. And I think that we both have such a strength in storytelling. And this is such a unique, cool way to be able to share in a way that we both just naturally can and know how to, but it's expanded those skills. And so I've been able in my relationship to, feel more secure in talking about things when Mm -hmm. they bother me and like not feeling like, Oh my God, he's going to hate me for saying this and being like, you know what? I'm just speaking my truth. And it's not coming from a place of like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, resentment or anything like that. It's coming from a place of me genuinely wanting him to understand more of how I feel. And it has made such a difference. Like Mm -hmm. even just this past weekend, like we were out camping with friends And at night I was just feeling super, super down, like emotionally, because I wanted to keep going and my body just completely shut down. And honestly, it was like, usually I'm able to keep going and push through a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, now I got to back down, but it was pretty early. And my body was like, nope, I'm done. This episode is sponsored by 5CBD. We are so excited to be partnering with 5CBD. I've been using these products for months now and I've been loving their full spectrum CBD THC products, especially the sleep gummies. Those are my all-time favorite. Studies actually show that using CBD products with small amounts of THC in them has potential to decrease pain and inflammation throughout your body and also reduce feelings of anxiety and depression, which is something that everyone with an autoimmune disease can definitely benefit from. You don't want to miss out on this offer because you'll get a free full-size tincture or gummies. All you have to do is click the link in our show notes. And I was so down on myself. I put myself in our tent. Like I couldn't even like sit out there with friends and I was able to verbalize to him why. Like it Mm -hmm. wasn't just like, leave me alone. I don't feel good. It was like, I don't want to sit out there in a camp chair with our friends. Everyone's like, we had music and stuff. So everyone's like dancing. Some people are sitting and I'm like, I don't want to be sitting out there because my friends know that if I'm sitting, something's up. Like I am like constantly moving and I'm like, I would rather just put myself away so that if someone really wants to, which they did like come check on me. But other than that, like I don't, I just needed that time for myself. And I was able to fully explain to him my thought process behind it and not just be like what I probably would have been years ago of just like, you know, being super down and probably like being mad at myself and being mad at him for not checking on me sooner and blah, 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 blah. Like I was able to fully have a conversation about it, which I definitely am grateful for that skill. And it continues to evolve and it will continue to evolve because Erica and I have talked about this from the beginning, like being on Ted talks and speaking engagements and all this stuff that we want to be doing as well as obviously speaking at our own retreats. Um, when you were talking, I thought about how Cheryl, um, from arthritis life posted like about the episode that she interviewed us on mm-hmm. and, um, she posted on her Instagram and she posted a little snippet of it on her story about like something that I had said, and she wrote it all out, like on a static, like story post. Yeah. And I was reading it. And at first I didn't realize. And then at the bottom, it was like dash Rachel album. And I was like, yeah. I said that, like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> And I literally had one of those moments. And honestly, whenever I listen back to some of our episodes, I'm like, wait a second. Like, it's almost like we know what we're talking about or like we know how to actually communicate. It's weird. And that has definitely strengthened like 
exponentially. Mm -hmm. That's the confidence I'm talking about is Mm -hmm. when we first started this, we used to have way more editing. Remember, Mm -hmm. we would have to like edit a lot of stuff because we would go off track or we would, you know, say too much about something Mm -hmm. or whatever. And now our editing, I feel, is very minimal Mm -hmm. because this is a skill that both of us are learning and that, you know, both Rachel and I write very similarly. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're writing our description for our episodes or we're coming up with concepts, like we're finishing each other's sentences yeah. with the writing. <laughs> but, and I've always loved writing. And if yeah. you, you know, look at my Same. Instagram way before like reels were happening, I always wrote a lot on my posts because mm-hmm. to me it was like, cathartic and it's like poetry to me when I write and so it's different to translate your writing into words so different it's so easy to like you know sit behind your phone and like easy to write yeah it comes easy to both of us yeah but like you know to even write something you can still give yourself a few moments to reflect on Mm -hmm. what is the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth like what is the next thing I'm going to write down versus with podcasting it literally is coming out, you know, you know, it's so bizarre. I think that's really interesting about the brain is that as I'm talking right now, it's, I know what I'm going to say before it even comes out of my mouth. Like that's Mm -hmm. kind of the, the crazy part about it. So I think the way that I speak has definitely changed the Mm -hmm. way again, like how you said you were talking to Max and explaining, you know, why you feel that way. I feel like when I'm even, yeah, any type of storytelling with my friends, it feels like I'm in almost like podcast mode, but it's not podcast mode because it's, it's changed my communication. No, it's not like I'm like, I mean, I don't really know what would be different. Like I, the way I talk now is like the cadence of my voice, Mm -hmm. like, you know, all the things that's still the same, but the way I know how to redirect a conversation or, you know, zoom into an aspect is so different than before this podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I have to disagree and say, I think that the cadence and like the tone and the pitch and all of that stuff of both of our voices has changed for the better. You like, think so? Oh yeah, for sure. Like literally we're both going to go back and listen to like, I, we cannot listen to a whole episode of like our first ones, but we could listen to like, I bet you 10 minutes of like episode two or something. And we'll both be like, whoa. Well, I think it's because we were uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we were so concentrated on delivering the message of the episode that we kind of did lose a sense of Mm ourselves. But speaking, speaking right now, this is my regular voice. This is how I talk to my friends. This is how I talk to my husband. This is how I talk to my family. So I think we're just more comfortable now, Mm -hmm. you know, for sure. Uh, we were definitely holding back in some aspects because we were we were nervous we're oh yeah even when we start any episode you know if you guys could see rachel and i before we actually (laughs) say the first words of our episode there's still a little bit of nervousness that i get i'm like ah is this gonna come out right yeah and sometimes you know there are days where it doesn't come out immediately and you know we have to be like okay let's start that again yeah but then some days like today it it comes out and I'm like, oh, that's really good. Um, but yeah, I think just us stepping into our like our full like sense of self on these episodes mm-hmm. is way different from I would say like from episode one to like maybe even like 15 or 20. Like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> True. Yeah. One of the things that I had written down was just thinking less about what other people are thinking about me. Like I have definitely ever since my divorce, um, I moved to Portland right after that. Like then we started the podcast shortly after. So by the time we started recording for the podcast, I was separated for almost a year at that point. And I had been living in Portland for a couple of months and I already was starting to feel way more authentic. Cause I was realizing there were parts of myself that I lost that I didn't even like know I had lost. And so I already was feeling a lot more authentic, but I think in being able to share on the podcast and being able to share even more authentically on social media, because prior to that, I hadn't shared about that big, huge, like looming aspect of my life of being separated. Right. And, um, I felt just more free to be myself and to not worry about what other people thought. 
And especially today, like I know that anything that I'm sharing is always coming from that like heart space, from that space of wanting to help people of being my authentic self. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really cool thing is that like, not only are we becoming more self-aware, but we're helping others to become more self-aware in the things that we're sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Because of this podcast and because of us being a hundred percent who we are, at least, you know, trying to give it our all and be ourselves. It's pushed me to keep being authentic in the way that I even sell myself as a health coach. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I have let go of the idea of like, no, you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. You have to have a crazy program. You have to have this, you know? And it's crazy that I've still been able to get the clients that I want, regardless of trying to replicate somebody else's model of what a health coach has, you know, what a health coach is. Mm -hmm. But I'm thankful that we have this podcast because I tell people like, you know, if you want to learn more about the work that I do or how I approach my health and our healing, like listen to our podcast because you can get a true sense of real life raw. Like this is us, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not just coaches trying to sell something Mm -hmm. like we get it, you know, Mm -hmm. and this podcast is like giving me the confidence to remain authentic in my business approach remain authentic throughout any business endeavor that I get into or that we get into together, that Mm. we don't have to do it to the standard of society of like, no, you have to do it this way. You have to blast yourself on social media. You know, you have to post two to three times a day to get clients. And I'm like, no, this podcast is giving me the confidence that our energy, who we are is speaking deeper to people Mm -hmm. than any level of degree certification you know this this and this you know that has been the greatest gift that this podcast has given me is like oh my gosh like people value authenticity and when people see the authenticity that attracts people Mm -hmm. you know that in itself is enough you know you don't have to be something mega you know we don't have to have you know, a hundred thousand followers. We don't have to have a hundred thousand downloads on every episode to feel that we're doing something true to ourselves. Like I don't need that validation from anybody else because I know that the work that we're doing separately as health coaches, and then also together on this podcast, it's real and it's authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like both of us should feel like super proud of because it's very rare in this day and age, especially on social media, mm-hmm. to get a glimpse into someone who truly someone is and not their projected self. Yeah. When you were talking about that, it made me think about how at some point, and I don't really know when it happened, but at some point, I think it was when we were like recording an episode or writing a description or something. And we both had this realization of like, wait, we can do whatever we want on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like there are no rules. Like we can swear, we can write it without a description. We can, you know, promote our business. We cannot, we can Mm -hmm. talk about poop, like, which we literally talked about in our first episode. Like, and I don't know when that happened, but once we realized that it really, I think shifted the way that we share and like it shifted my own mindset of that's literally everything everything in life yeah. you can yeah. actually do whatever the fuck you want yeah. like yeah. you don't have to have rules and like oh my god yes, obviously yes. in some aspects there are gonna be like rules that you don't want to break but technically can you yes absolutely yeah technically there are gonna be some things let's say in your job that like you think you can't do but actually you can like yeah. is it yeah. gonna be conducive to you like you know maybe if you're talking about professionally is it is you doing that thing gonna be conducive to you moving up in the company maybe not but can you? Yes, you absolutely can. You know, mm-hmm. like same thing with healing journey is drinking that glass of wine. If you know, it flares you up going to, you know, be health promoting, probably not, but can you? Yes, you absolutely can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that just correlates to so like actually every single aspect of life. Oh my God. Yeah. I I'm freaking out because I do remember when we said we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And I really feel that has been my motto, at least this last year of like, wait a second, I don't need to do it how everybody else is doing it. I can do it how whatever 
I know in my heart is the message that I want to share and how I want to deliver it, that there mm -hmm. is no cookie cutter standard for anything. I think what this podcast is both like, both taught us is that we are a limitless you know mm -hmm. like we don't have to put limits on us we don't have to put restrictions this comes right <laughs> uh, she's showing me her tattoo um and it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be that way but like so many of us just live again we've talked about this over and over again on our podcast of like boxes like living in boxes mm -hmm. right this podcast, you know, if it wasn't for this podcast, I don't know if I would have changed my diet so drastically the way that I have now. But it's crazy because at the point of starting our podcast, I didn't feel limited. I didn't feel restricted in any sense. But in reality, I can think back and I was still living by the fear of food, which mm -hmm. has been implanted in all of us in the autoimmune community. Mm -hmm. You know, like I told Rachel that I had an actual pizza for the an actual cheese pizza, the full situation. And that to me, when I decided to do that, it was a test of my own belief in myself. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I didn't eat it because I wanted to be indulgent and I just was like, you know, whatever, like I was testing my body. I was testing mm -hmm. my limits because of all the work that we've done on this podcast. I was like, wait a second, will I have the biggest flair of my life if I have dairy? Because that's something I was scared of all mm -hmm. of the, all of these years, you know? And it was again, a big trigger on the start of my health journey, but guess what? I was also like stress levels throughout the roof. My digestive system was not good. You know, I've worked on my gut for six years. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling myself, I'm like, wait a second, like your gut and your body is nowhere near where it was when, it, mm -hmm. when I was diagnosed. So when I did that, that was like the most freeing thing that I could possibly do. And if you're listening to this, you're like, wow, you guys have said dairy is inflammatory, da, da, da. Okay, yes, there are components of it that are not, you know, you know, they could be inflammatory to somebody with an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. But for me in that moment, it was a moment of liberation of like, this is my life. This mm -hmm. is not just my health journey. This is not just rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. If I want to make a decision, I'm going to do it in confidence and I'm going to do it without any regret, without any shame or any of those things. And I really feel like our podcast has really propelled me into that thinking that I would have never, I'm going to tell you, I would have probably never had dairy again in my life because mm -hmm. I would have been just terrified of it. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm going to like, my a joint is going to swell up and it's never going to go down. And guess what? Literally nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. So I think that's just, this podcast has given me more mental freedom than I ever could have imagined mm -hmm. or I ever imagined that I needed for myself. Yeah. You know, because I feel a hundred percent in control of my life and of, of my health. Like I feel control of like, you know, how am I going to respond to my joints acting up? How am I going to respond to, you know, the food that I'm putting into my body? It's all like understanding my reaction towards things, mm -hmm. understanding my resistance towards things, understanding my acceptance towards things. There's so many layers that I'm like, wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, gone down this path you know mm -hmm. and it's like i'm not seeing it as like you know there's obviously the other side of like well erica like you know this could lead you into a spiral and you can get back to an inflammatory state yes that is a possibility but in this now in this moment that hasn't been the reality for mm -hmm. me if it becomes the reality for me i am i am in control of making that decision whether I will ever have it again or I will never have it again. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, is that like, I don't want to limit myself and I can do that consciously and intentionally. And I think I didn't think those two things could have existed together. I thought they had to be separate things, mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And I think that after the episodes of you talking about your food shifts, like I started to realize in myself that there were many aspects that I had been living in fear too. And again, didn't realize. And yeah. it's kind of like 
I've talked about a million times how like when I was in the relationship with my ex-husband, like I didn't realize how many aspects of myself I lost. It's kind of the same thing where like, until you know, you don't know, like Mm -hmm. until you realize something, you don't actually know that it's happening. Mm -hmm. And so then like, I have definitely been testing boundaries more and more, even since, you know, a month ago when we had that conversation, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little bit more than a month ago when you told me and, I have been like testing the limits and there have been like a couple of times when it hasn't gone well for me. And I've again, come at it with grace of like, okay, well now I, you know, I know for sure. For instance, um, last week I had salmon for the first time in over a year. We went to the store and got like a really good wild caught, whatever salmon. I was like, okay, obviously if I'm going to eat salmon, I'm not just going to like go pick some random thing. And I was like, okay, I'm honestly a little and I told Max I was like I'm honestly a little nervous but we're gonna see how it goes because lately like fish has been sounding more I don't know it's been intuitively just like sounding better to me and I'm like okay if this keeps going like I'm going to eat it and so we did and I was fine afterwards and same thing when I started adding eggs back into my diet um that being said over this past weekend I had like a few bites of things with gluten in them and that did not go well for me (laughs) so Mm -hmm. uh I'm still hoping that one day I'll be able to have a full ass piece of pizza but we're not Mm -hmm. quite there yeah but the point is is that you gave yourself the option to even try Mm -hmm. you know like we we can't punish ourselves for trying things Mm -hmm. and this podcast has taught me really and what's helped my work with my clients is like we can't continue to punish ourselves these foods are not bad they're not the devil gluten isn't the devil dairy isn't the devil it all depends on your body's reaction to these again individual foods individual proteins with even in the food because even wheat so people think gluten is the devil Mm -hmm. but they're actually if you break down wheat there's a bunch of different proteins Mm -hmm. within wheat gluten is is just the most popular protein that we're aware of. Mm-hmm. So you may not even have a gluten sensitivity. You could have another component of wheat that's actually causing you a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're looking at these foods as like, you know, bad or good. And we, you know, we talked about this a lot, but I guess the way I'm trying to explain it now, if we're talking about expanding through the podcast, is that I'm just not putting any like pressure on myself. I'm like, I'm going to try it if I have a reaction. Yeah. Okay, but before mm-hmm. I really think I would have just like continued to never even try it because I yep. didn't even want to put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Even like last week, we had a call with all the attendees for our retreat and we are asking everyone like who eats meat, who eats gluten, like who wants to drink wine, like all these things that obviously are, again, very personal to each person on an autoimmune yeah. journey. And there were a cut, like Erica was like, for sure, I'm going to be the only one that eats gluten. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it. And there was two other people that were like, no, I eat gluten and it doesn't bother. And same thing with meat. There was a couple of people that eat meat. There was a couple of people that don't, but I will tell you, everyone wants to have a glass of wine because guess what, whether it might flare up or not, we want to live our life. And like, honestly, we were kind of like, oh, should we have wine on the retreat? Should we not? But you know what? That's something that like, if someone doesn't drink, that's okay. Like it's not, you don't have to drink to like loosen up and have fun. But for some people, they like that. They like having a glass of wine and like genuinely enjoying it. Like I definitely do. Do I drink Mm -hmm. often? No, not at all. But sometimes we like having that. And I think that even just in that aspect um, of expansion and like mindset, I honestly, when we started the podcast was drinking a lot more not that I was like, you know, drinking every day or anything, but I was drinking more. And then throughout building awareness through sharing our story on the podcast, I realized two big triggers that I was not giving enough credit for. And that is Mm. sleep and alcohol. Yeah. I was not giving myself credit for, oh my gosh, these things do cause flare ups in me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm way more self-aware in like things like that, that do arise and maybe didn't used to be as much of a trigger and then are later on. And just like thinking about your healing in many different ways and thinking about triggers and flare ups and mindset and all of the things that come along with it, but also the self-awareness in your daily life. Because I think that a lot of us honestly would benefit from having less emphasis on autoimmune, right? And that's why we share in the way that we do, because it's not just about, like Erica said, it's not just about food and mindset. And I hope in listening to this podcast enough, you you realize that I, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our biggest thing. Yeah. Um, but it's about so much more. It's about how you navigate your daily life. It's about how you treat other people. It's about 
do you, you know, walk by someone on the street and ignore them if they're like houseless or are you at least smiling at them? It's about how are you communicating with the people that you love? Are you berating them and getting mad at them for everything? Or are you genuinely trying to have a a conversation and explain how you feel? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, getting mad at the customer service person when it has nothing to do with them? Or are you taking a step back, taking a deep breath and realizing, okay, they're just trying to help me. These are all those little tiny aspects of life that actually do have something to do with your autoimmune journey in yeah. a roundabout way, because that's how you are portraying yourself in, into the world. That is the energy you are putting out there. So guess what? That's going to come right back to you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that comes right back to you in ways that we don't want to admit. <laughs> yep. Man, there's just so many things like so many things are running through my head right now. I guess, I guess one of the other things that I didn't expect in this podcast is that, I mean, if you listen to our intro of our podcast, it's like, we're just two women managing this disease holistically. And yes, I'm still managing holistically, but you know, now it's been almost eight months since I've been on medication and I realize now how essential it was for my rheumatoid arthritis. I think Mm -hmm. I did allow myself to go through way more suffering than I gave it credit. Mm -hmm. I think I was dealing with way more things that I was just kind of like, oh, it's not that bad in the scheme of rheumatoid arthritis, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was still climbing before I got on medicine, you know, but now that I take medicine with my holistic life and being in tune with my body, I see the the more powerful effect it has on my well-being and the less frequent flares that I have, like big flares, you know? So that's something that I've really taken into account, you know, throughout this whole like podcasting is that it is very important for a lot of people. And even before I started, you know, when I started my health coaching, I always had no, like, I was never like, you need to get off of your medicine or like, that's not good for you. Like you need to do it holistic. I never had that, but for myself, I had that. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I was so, there was so much pride to be without medications that I was living my life by. Yeah. And now that I'm on medication, I recognize there was a lot of pride in what I was doing with 100% without medication and how it was affecting my decision making. And now I am such at a different relationship with medication. I see it very differently, again, for myself, because I applied all those, you know, um, those that flexibility with uh, medication to my clients. And I never, you know, made them just say, oh, you have to like get off of this or whatever. But within myself, I was holding a lot of pride. And that's something that I recognized through this health journey that I don't think was really serving me because I have a family history of rheumatoid arthritis, Mm -hmm. you know, like a long line, like almost all my, my grandma's sisters had rheumatoid arthritis or other autoimmune diseases. And then I've been through, you know, a lot of trauma in my life. I mean, I broke my freaking back when I was 15. That alone was its own traumatic experience. And there's just so many factors that I think I almost downgraded because I've put it all on myself. Like I can do this. I don't need the help of the medication. But when in reality, like, you know, I am seropositive. You know, I do have a positive rheumatoid factor and a positive anti-CCP. And the research does show, I know you're not, Rachel, but the research does show that people that are seropositive have a less likelihood of being in remission compared to those mm-hmm. that are seronegative. Mm-hmm. Now, am I saying that is the absolute truth? No, miracles happen. Like I went into remission, you know, uh, the first couple of years on my health journey. But as my disease has progressed and as I've noticed my joints feeling different ways, I had to like honor that and say, okay, like maybe this is the time for medication, mm-hmm. you know? And so my point is, is that this podcast has given me a lot more self-compassion to be like, it's okay to like have that help and it's okay to let go of the pride and the ego of trying to do it alone mm-hmm. because I'm actually and a lot better of a mental place 
knowing that I have something working for me mm-hmm. instead of completely fearing that every decision I make is going to depend on how I'm going to feel the next day. Yeah. So that's, that's something that I didn't really expect to like gain from this podcast. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. And like, to keep it short, I was talking to Erica back, like when you got on Plaquenil Mm -hmm. and I remember I was always like, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe I should try again. Like I, when I got off of Plaquenil, it was because I wasn't necessarily feeling different, like in all of the holistic routines that I had built into my life and with Plaquenil, like I was feeling the same without Plaquenil. And I was like, Oh, well, I might as well just keep up these routines. And then eventually I was like, oh, maybe I could feel even better. And that's why like Erica started exploring medication is like, maybe I can feel even better. And so then she got on Plaquenil again. And I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should try again. I don't know. But even just that like opened up my mind to the fact that I realized that honestly, one of the big selling points that I had used for my coaching business at that, at that exact point was the fact that I got off of medication Mm -hmm. and I was like, Yeah. And I was like grappling with like, oh my gosh, people are going to like think that I'm a fraud. And like, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about it in so many words, but like once I really dove deep, like did that introspection, I was like, this is the way I'm feeling. Like, I feel kind of like a fraud if I were to get back on medication. And like Erica and I had a conversation of like, no, that's not true. Like people have to get back on medications all the time. That doesn't make you any less of like what you're doing to -hmm. help other people and to help your own journey. Like we all have to do what feels right for ourselves. And, um, so then eventually I did try it for a little bit and you know what? I got back off because I wasn't feeling any different Yeah. and who knows, maybe down the line I'll be back on medication, but right now I'm not. And like, that doesn't make me any less or more of anything. And I think that I really did somehow have this mentality without again, realizing it of, I got myself off of medication. So like, how dare I go back on and like Mm -hmm. go back on what I said when really, again, you can do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) It really all comes down to that. And that realization of that. (laughs) Yep. And again, I'm on medicine right now, but who knows, like maybe like next year or something, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be on this. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe I don't feel like I need it, but this, the whole thing that our podcast has taught both of us is just like, pure flexibility, pure Mm. openness to whatever, you know, pure living for the present and just being, you know, aware of, okay, what's happening with my body now? What do I need now? Because it's going to look very different because clearly both of our lives look very different from over a year and a half ago now, right? Since we've been starting Mm -hmm. the podcast, very different. And it's like, who knows, you know, in three you know, a couple of years when we're still recording, hopefully we're still recording, um, our lives are going to be different, you know, mm-hmm. and, and finding value in the difference of each day, if each season of your life, as we've talked about, um, I think is really important on this journey because it's not going to be linear. It's just mm-hmm. not going to be linear unless you live in a perfect world where your stress levels never change or the toxins in your food or like chemicals in your food, like and literally down that, let us years know. Of, yeah. <laughs> please let us know where you live. Uh, because you know, I think about this, I live next to LA the most like polluted freaking mm. place. You know, I'm not like directly, ne- but I'm like 30 minutes east of LA or like, no, like 40 minutes east of LA. But still, think about how much smog and pollution comes there. How much of yeah. that affects my health versus someone living in a very lush green area. Mm-hmm. Your health may even be different from that component. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, who knows? I could move somewhere in a few years where, you know, I'm not really exposed to that and maybe my health improves. I don't know, mm-hmm. but we are where we are right now. And I think that's just like a valuable lesson that both of us, I feel have really embraced is like, this is where I am right now. This mm-hmm. is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely agree. We are here. The end. <laughs> yep. This is it right now. And then we'll continue to evolve from here and maybe in another six months to a year, we'll have another episode of, whoa, like that was where we were. And this is where we are now. Like I can only imagine. Yeah. And we only touched literally, I have a list here and like, we didn't, you know, we didn't get through all these, but maybe at the end of this year, we can do like another kind of evaluation. Um, And we're sharing this because, 
you know, this, this is an endeavor that we both embarked embarked upon that we didn't have any expectation for and yet it unfolded the way that Mm -hmm. we needed it to be. Yes. And that's just like a reflection of all of our lives. You may not be able to talk publicly about, you know, all of the things that you're going through. But as Rachel, you know, Rachel loves to journal. I love to write. Those are good ways for you to document your progress. You know, those why that's why those things are super um, beneficial in this health journey, because you could look back and be like, wow, I had that mentality then. And now I'm not like, you know, I feel I could see that growth in myself. Yeah, we fully just dove in and trusted the process along the way is the biggest thing. And I know that Erica mentioned like probably a long time ago in this episode, I don't know, but she, I was like showing my tattoo and she was like laughing because she was like, oh, she's showing her tattoo because you mentioned the word limitless and I literally have it tattooed on my forearm Mm -hmm. because, and this was right around the time, like shortly after we started our podcast, that limitless kept coming up during Reiki sessions. And I literally got it tattooed in Lyric's handwriting, one of my really close friends. And um, I got it tattooed on myself because I was like, this is something that I don't ever want to forget. And this is something that like anytime I was going into a Reiki session, I felt that like innate sense of there is no limit. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And I honestly like needed and wanted that constant reminder, which is why I have it literally on my forearm. Um, and sometimes just like anything else, I forget it's there. You know, sometimes we forget our capacity to be limitless. Mm -hmm. And then once in a while, I'll be like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I am limitless. We can do whatever we want. We can trust the process and come out the other side, more self-aware, more excited, more motivated, all the things. So hopefully this is your little reminder. Hopefully this is something that you needed to hear today. And please like, let us know if this is something that you needed to hear. There's nothing that I love more than clients texting me that listen to the podcast or people messaging on Instagram being like, Oh my God, I listened to your episode today and I Mm -hmm. needed it. Yeah. And you know, this is what we're here for to motivate and inspire you guys, because not everyone, sadly, you know, has that in their life, that person that can make them feel limitless. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's really hard to just immediately tap into that within ourselves. And I really feel grateful that Rachel and I have bounced off of each other Mm -hmm. to where it is um, you know, increased our feeling of limitless feelings because yeah. without her, like, I mean, I, I would have felt that at some point and I did feel that a little bit, but it's actually, it's way more now because of this podcast that I feel that way. I'm like, mm-hmm. we can start a podcast. We can make a retreat. I can like do my coaching however the fuck I want to do it. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like anybody else. Like I feel like, wow, the possibilities are endless. You know, the possibilities are endless and that is such like a good feeling to be at. Hopefully this podcast, you know, makes you feel limitless in your own life and that you can grow and evolve and expand in ways that you never maybe even imagined for yourself without being reminded of that from us. So don't forget, we are always here for you. Growth is exponential. You will always keep growing and you are limitless. See you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our Autoimmune and You podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support. Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people.